Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're a go. Double Deuce. Number 98. Oh my God, it's been so many... Nelson, that's a lot of them. Nelson's still struggling with Mm -hmm. the cold a little bit, Uh, but we're going to get through this. Seven months. We're we're on seven months. So if you're playing the drinking game, uh, you're real drunk by now, or Mm -hmm. you've had liver failure. Um, yeah, you're, you're probably worse than I am if you've been drinking the whole time I've been sick. Yeah, so uh, that's something for you know maybe another time. But I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that you're still with us. Yeah, I'm glad that you're still around. Yeah, because um, we got to make it to a hundred, buddy. Got to make it to a hundred. Let's do next week. <laughs> yeah, next Saturday. Well, we're recording it next week and then yeah. airing it two weeks yeah. from now. So. Yeah, if you're coming to see it live, that's then a week. That's right. If you're, the, if you're just listening to it, that's two weeks. At the Eagles Lodge mm-hmm. in beautiful Midtown Lawrence. 7 p.m. You can hear the gunshots from the, the north side. Uh, it's a Probably great, not from all the way over there. Well, I, it's more of a metaphor. It's like, true. You know, your stone's throw is not like how far can you... Like, a stone's mm-hmm. throw could be a half a mile. Yeah. And you couldn't really throw a stone a half a mile, but you still say a stone's throw. Mm-hmm. I mean, most people don't. Probably not the kids. It's an archaic saying. Probably just old people like me who can't throw stones true. as far as we used kids to. Kids don't know what stones are. Kids don't even know what stones are these days. They grew up with PS3s and PS4s. They grew up with plastics rubber tires you know they've had it too good for too long back in my day we had rocks for wheels mm-hmm. yeah and and things were stones throw away and that was actually stones on your car that you used <coughs> to roll your car so it's real it was hard to throw them it was hard to throw them you had to take them off the car and then you threw them and then you had to go get them and bring them back and put them back on your car things used to be so much harder in those days mm-hmm. we didn't have podcasts it was just two people screaming at each other from across a fence mm-hmm. that's what it was in those days yep you didn't download it. You just got with an earshot. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't come into this episode with a firm plan. No, me neither. Um, I got nothing. Really? I got nothing. Man, you're seven months. You're still sick. That's yeah. Just, oh, man, you should get some kind of like card for that, like a loyalty rewards card. <laughs> yeah. Like six months and the seventh's on us. Uh or something, right? It would be nice if the seventh was on someone. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> someone other than you. Um, that sucks, man. Mm-hmm. And no nearer to a diagnosis. Not really. Yeah. They kind of don't know. Yeah. They think I got to go to an ENT sometime in the near future. Is that, the, those are the ones that at. if they touch plants, they come back to life? Yep. And they can call home? Yep. Yeah, okay. That's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. I loved the one in the bike, uh, flying by the moon. Yeah. Yeah, that was my favorite ENT. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully you'll get one like that. Yeah. You know, there's part of me that wonders, like, are all the ENTs in that movie like that, or was he, like, special? Was he, like, a superhero one, and he had special powers, and the rest of them are just, like, dudes? What if the, yeah, the rest of them had, We like, don't know a lot about really how they work. Long, live 
fabulous legs, mm-hmm. right? And there's you know stunty McGee ENT. Yeah, he's like a, he's like an he's like an ENT X Men. Yeah, you know, like mutant powers. And they're all really thin because they don't eat Reese's pieces mm-hmm. because that's just extra sugar and carbs yeah. that they no. don't need. They're mostly vegans. They're mostly vegans. Although I guess Reese's pieces are probably vegan. I don't know. Oh, hashtag. Our Reese's Pieces vegan. Our Reese's Pieces <laughs> vegan. Uh, we we need to know if you're listening out there. Mm-hmm. We need to know if that's a thing. Uh, I'm guessing that some of them were probably paleo at that point. I mean, yeah, it was the 80s. Yeah, probably a few of them on anabolic steroids. Um, almost said antibiotic steroids. That's not even a thing. No, I don't yeah. think so. I'm not a medicine person. Hashtag our steroids also antibiotics. Hashtag not a medicine person. Uh, I have a theater degree. It didn't cover any medicine. I think about, you know, uh, like there's a lot of diseases and there's a lot of. There are. You know, there's tons. Yeah, and, and like I learned breathing exercises Mm -hmm. and I learned, you know, how to mime. Uh, carrying a pizza tray around your body in sort of an archical way that was a pseudo yoga slash tai chi move mm-hmm. um, that serves absolutely no purpose in the universe. Meanwhile, there's people my age who are studying diseases who are, are now helping people in the real younger. world. There are people younger mm-hmm. than me. People might might uh, might uh, son that I didn't have when I was in my early twenties. Yeah, uh, age. Maybe not quite that young. Well, there's... Yeah, maybe not quite that young. A little uh, older than that. Like, unless they're like Doogie Hauser in it a little bit. Okay. okay. How about the, my my son when I was in my early 20s in a few years from now? Yeah. Age. He's probably, you know, maybe he's going... He's, he's a pre-med now. Yeah. Or like I said, you could have had a Doogie Hauser. I, science, science shows that it's possible to have Doogie Howser because there was a Doogie Howser once. If there was one thing that anything that Doogie Howser's parents taught us is that anyone can have a Doogie Howser because weren't exactly. they like completely unremarkable? Uh, I'm pretty sure he was also a doctor, but I think a normal doctor, not a kid doctor. Okay, okay. I do miss that show. It's time for a reboot on that, <laughs> don't you think? Doogie Howser MD reboot? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for the YouTube generation. Mm-hmm. You know, there we go. Hashtag nostalgia for shitty shows. Have they, have they made any of the things? I bet they've done something with a kid doctor. I don't know, then. but I, I have to say, I think just the name kid doctor uh-huh. would, would have That's what they should call show. it. Yeah, it should just be called kid doctor. Mm-hmm. This week on kid doctor. I have to learn about fairness and hepatitis at the same time. <laughs> I think you go younger now. You're not a teenager. He's like nine years old. Exactly. <laughs> like nine-year-old doctor. Exactly. Exactly. What's this, Daddy? It's a trading card. What's this? Encephalitis. Mm-hmm. He's learning. No, he knows what encephalitis is. He, oh. That's the thing. He doesn't understand much about the world. He knows all about medicine. <laughs> all about diseases. But he's got to learn about life. I, can they all just be... Kid. Can they all be like skin diseases? Can he be a kid dermatologist? <laughs> <laughs> like... Because I think that would be kind of fun. Yeah, although there's a lot less stakes then. That's true. In the in the medical part of the show, you need, you need stakes. You need people dying. But people being really unattractive. I mean, like if it was in L.A., that would be almost as big, right? Well, but still not life threatening. Yeah. What if he was like an ER doctor, like 
And you're a dermatologist. <laughs> no, not a dermatologist. But like, uh, I don't know, I guess maybe in Chicago now. Like, yeah. you know, uh, we're like, are you doing it? Like, it's a period piece. He's yeah. like, uh, he's an ER doctor in like LA in the late nineties. Oh man. <laughs> During like the, the, the height of the, uh, the gang violence. That, you know, where, when the Iraq war started, they were sending, uh, army doctors there to learn <laughs> how to treat constant bullet wounds. Right, right. And that's where kid doctors uh, There's a nine year old doctor. Like, he, there's actually, like, a long arc with him training army medics. <laughs> <laughs> this is how you fix a boo boo from a gunshot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, you'll have a great 90s soundtrack to fall back on, mm-hmm. you know, so. Maybe he's got, like, a, he's got a teddy bear assistant. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we're taking it into a different that he, that he keeps, like, no, you know, no. keeps asking for, uh, no. You know, like consults. Hashtag with, not with, a doc, with Dr. Bear. Doc, no. Although kid doctor and doctor, kid doctor and nurse bear. Yeah. That works. But you don't think bears can be doctors? Uh, well, it's 2017. Bears can be doctors. I'm just saying, I don't, they don't think, have to be nurses. No. I think they're too emotional. I think they're too emotional to become doctors. They well, would, okay. Scrap. Let, well, I got a new idea. Scrap kid doctor, bear doctor. <laughs> nice. Nice. It's like, it's like Doogie Howser, but he's a bear instead of a, a boy. Right, and but the, the main problem is... But the parents like, are still like normal parents, like human parents. Yeah. And the dad was a doctor. And they're like, how do we have a bear? And they're like, don't know. Does but he, then the bear's super smart at medicine. Does he look like an actual bear, or does he look like a teddy bear bear? Because I think it's more creepy and fun if he looks like a teddy bear. He's just like, hey. I think it's more creepy. I don't know. What... Isn't like a like a full grown though like black bear in like a lab coat and like with the you know with the little reflective thing on his head yeah the stethoscope and stuff and he's doing a lot of walking around on his on his hind legs and like doing doing medicine. Would you think would he be a pediatrician? You think? Because I think that would be a great place for a bear doctor. Yeah, because maybe children wouldn't be as terrified. It's true. I don't know. I keep I keep thinking though, like you know, ER doctor though, like the stakes, man. Like, how many medical shows with, like, doctor shows are just, like, a specialist who doesn't really, really, you know, get their fucking elbows deep in the, in the, in the, in the death, in the, in the That's panic. true. It's true. You gotta kind of keep them general practice, don't you? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think, I think, I think it's, you know, hospital doctor who's, you know, fairly general, like ER, fairly general practice. Okay, think. well, uh, like, so... I, 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 don't, I don't know I don't know if you got a surgeon or anything, but... I feel like we've really hashed out a first season here. If you're a Netflix producer mm-hmm. and you're listening to the show right now, mm-hmm. um, there's your concept. Bear, yeah. bear Doctor. You know, Bear Doctor, you know, you could have Kid Doctor and then Bear Doctor's the spinoff. Yeah, well... Kind of like, you know, like a... How about Kid Doctor and Nurse Bear and then Nurse Bear gets his degree and becomes Bear Doctor? Yeah, maybe, yeah, there's like a... It's it's a whole, like, subplot where, like, then Kid Doctor feels kind of like... Oh, I didn't. I didn't know you were you were working on your degree. You, you don't. You don't work with me anymore. And Bear Dog was like, "No, man, you, we're buddies. I like working with you, but you know, maybe I want something more for my life." And so like, there's a whole like struggle there about their friendship. And then Kid Doctor has to realize that maybe he's got to let Bear Doctor go because Bear Doctor deserves to to have like to reach his dreams too, wow. just like Kid Doctor did. But then we get like a whole on the family Jeffersons kind of thing. Yeah, I feel like that's a that's a like season three arc. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, I guess the thing I think I think you keep Bear Doctor on until about season season four, season five, once you get that syndication yeah. point, and then you, then you spin off Bear Doctor, 
you know, try to maximize maximize the drama and the cash. Nice. I think I think it's a you know it's got a green light for me. Mm-hmm. We just need to find producers. So if you're a wealthy producer uh, or a Netflix, uh, you know, they're also wealthy producers. That's true. Uh, Kid Doctor and Bear Nurse, then with Bear Doctor mm-hmm. as the spinoff, um, it's it's going to be big. <clears throat> you heard it here first. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I feel, I feel good about this. I feel really solid. I feel like we've changed the by, world. By the way, we own that We own that concept. Yeah, it's like totally copyrighted. Yeah. So, back off. Yeah. yeah. You, gotta, you gotta come to us. If you want to, if you want to make Kid Doctor and Bear Doctor, yeah. And well, you know, Kid Doctor, maybe not proprietarily ours. We kind of detect that, you know. Uh, but the, you know, the, the the concept that we came up with, proprietarily ours. Yeah, I mean, it's just the idea of a Kid Doctor. We don't own that. No, but but I think I feel. <laughs> but like a Bear Doctor, we do own. That's so generic. Like Kid Doctor, that's one of the seven stories. Exactly. I mean, that's mm-hmm. everybody knows the Kid Doctor. Yeah. I mean, that's just a, that's a that's a predictable track. We're just taking our take on it. Yeah. yeah. I don't think you can copyright that. Yeah. I mean, otherwise you could copyright anything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's ridiculous. So, um, I want to. I want to. Yeah. What, what are the seven stories again? There, there's there's man versus man. And man versus nature, and man versus himself, and man uh, versus fast food. Yeah, uh, man versus cows. Man versus uh, centaurs. Fucking yep. And kid doctor. Yep, those are the. Those yep. are, that's absolutely it. Yep. Um, and there has been some argument uh, <coughs> that that ninjas in emotional turmoil should be a story. That I think that's, it's like seven and a half. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Yeah. it's becoming eight, yeah. but there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of history with it yet. Cause that's my other when, one. You know, when are we going to get, it's been like 50 years. When are we going to get the next big man versus fast food novel? Cause it's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. It has been a it's while. Been like the fifties. I think, I think so. I think so. Kind of like when fast food was becoming a thing. And then, you know, there was a lot of there was some some great books written about that, but then then Vietnam happened and people kind of kind of backed away from it. Well, but there, there's a lot. It still of happens like, sometimes, but but I'm talking about like the great American man versus fast food novel is again like a, the second version is it's overdue. There's a lot of like Hamburglar slash fic mm-hmm. on that on the internet. There is, there is. I'm I'm talking about though like. Uh, the one that really resonates that like tells an eternal truth I mean, about America. I feel like at the same time as being about man fighting fast food. Some of those really resonate. Yeah, I mean they're a little erotic. Yeah, but I, but I feel but there's like, nothing wrong. There's nothing that says that that st- that story type can't be erotic. No, I mean, no, it's true. It's true. I mean, you get you get like all of them. You get the the option to make them erotic, except Centaur's fucking generally has to be erotic. I can think of a, f- a few situations. I do like when they, I like when they aren't. Like I like right. when they're able to use that story type and like really turn it on its ear and not be very erotic about it. I liked it. Yeah, the one where there was mm-hmm. the buddy cops yeah. and they were like they had to be fucking because uh-huh. situationally, but they weren't actually mm-hmm. happy about it. And like yeah. one had the wife and the other one was two days from retirement. Yeah, yeah. Um, like you know, like the, the classic hills like centaurs fucking, where it's just the centaurs at the train station. You know, and they're talking about fucking, but they aren't actually fucking. Yeah, yeah, it's like... That's a good one. We'll see you later, Carl. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry about that dick in you earlier, Jake. Yep. Yeah. 
That's a good book. No worries, Carl. It's a novella, I guess, but that's still a book. Yeah. I feel like centaurs aren't very thoughtful with their naming. They don't, you know, like, like they're all Carl and Jake. And yeah. Well, I mean, they're, they either go real standard or real fanciful, I yeah. think. Something to think about. Kind of depends on where they were born. Yeah. If you're at a centaur party, though, you say, shout Carl or Jake, you're going to get four or five heads up. You exactly. Know, that's, that's, the, that's the go-to. Yeah, especially American centaurs, they do not go far from the from the classics when it comes to names. Some European centaurs get a little fancy with it. They they got a real nature vibe going on sometimes with their name in in like uh, you know in the, in the continental Europe. Yeah, the the French centaurs have very fancy names. Oh, fuck the French centaurs, seriously. Fuck the French centaurs. No, not having it. Not having the attitude. Mm-hmm. They shit everywhere. No, not having it. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. This is a bad time. And, you know, the thing is, is I didn't even like Paris that much. I mean, it was dirty city, centaur shit everywhere. I haven't Just, been. Yeah. I have been to King's Dominion where they have an Eiffel Tower. It's it's basically the same. But, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and, and, uh, and, and Vegas, you know, um. Yeah, I've been places where there are Eiffel Towers, but not the Eiffel Tower. But I think it's the same thing as just scale. If you're, anywhere, if you're anywhere where there's an Eiffel Tower mm-hmm. and beneath it there are people being beat to each other, yeah. it's like in Paris. Yeah, okay. That's basically okay. hashtag Paris tourism. Okay. All right. Got that covered. That was our tourism corner. Uh, no, you know, I I liked a lot. I, okay, I'm going to sound a little wanky here, but I liked a lot of European cities I traveled to back in my traveling days when I traveled, blah, 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 blah. But Paris was not one of those cities. And my uncle is a big uh, paraphile. Is that what they call them? Or, I don't know what yeah. they call them. Par- Paracepts? I don't know what par- they like to be called yeah, either. Par- para- I think they get called lots of stuff. Paradillo, uh... Yeah, anyway, he loves the, the the French people with their French things, and he goes to Paris all the time, and he finds great enjoyment and satisfaction in that. Um, but I don't, and I didn't, and I probably won't again, mm. to be honest with you, because if I have a plane ticket that's not directly to Paris... That I'm not gonna go. Oh, I should go to Paris. Mm-hmm. And I play to get this. You're gonna have to, to like all of a sudden, just like you know, come to when you're in a burlap sack, and then you get dumped unceremoniously out of that sack, maybe like onto a dock or something like that, and then you're like, oh, it's Paris. Yep. And did you know the older you get, the mm-hmm. less chance there is of that happening statistically? Really? Yep. You'd think it would be the other way around because the more enemies you would have made. It's huh? true. I feel but like it's isn't not. There, isn't there kind of a like there's it's kind of a, it's not like a steady like line one way or it's not like a, as you get like hit you know adulthood it spikes and drops. I feel like there's another there's another peak like a little later in life. Like, oh like yeah, your, no, you're talking about the pre-retirement. Yeah, yeah. I feel like in your fifties, yeah, like no, the, all of a sudden, like it's been steadily declining. Like your forties, it drops down, but then your fifties, yeah. it spikes back up a little, but then sixties, it drops back down again. It's when the kids start mm-hmm. leaving the house, and yeah. you start taking the the, the gambles again. And yeah, you, you know, doing the things that you you know your wife. You knows start. About you maybe maybe you know. Well. Maybe you cross Frenchie once or twice yeah. on the way back from the market. You uh, you look at a rail line and think mm-hmm. I could I could blow that up and disrupt the the Germans. Yeah, you know you start 
Start or like, you know, Morse code. Well, I mean, or you're like, you just maybe get into a, a hobby of like high society art theft. And whenever you're doing high society art theft, you always need like a Frenchman on your team. Okay. I want to talk about that for a second. I'm glad yeah. you mentioned high society art theft. Let's have high society <laughs> so art theft in the corner. Okay. Um, how do we, from do where that? we are right now, uh-huh. yes, exactly. How do we get into high society art theft? Um, I mean, he can get into it. I just think if you, if we want to, if you want to make any kind of real scores though, you gotta, you gotta travel. I think it's a big travel game. It's not a, it's not a real like steady, you, you go to a, an office nine right. to five kind of right. job. It's, there's a lot of travel involved. Can we like, start like, it's like it, as much travel as if you were like in the circus or like a wine distributor or like, uh, I don't know. Some kind of cracker salesman. Right. But what if we like started small and just did like some local like Final Friday smash and grabs? That's true. I don't, I don't know if that's high society art theft as much as just simple art theft. But you know what? You should be. You, you, you don't just jump into the deep end of the pool when you're learning how to swim without. Exactly. You got to start. You got to start out and I'm like. Saying, I got my eye. I got you got to start out where you can still you know stand up if yeah. you need to and not drown. So right. yeah, no, you gotta. You can't just you can't just fucking go zero to sixty on like, art. I'm, I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking. Is is there a way we could like cunningly get into the percolator, replace all of their art with exact duplicates? Yeah. Well, that's harder set. too, because so, then you need like an expert forger and stuff. Well, that's a good thing. Is we, we but, but that's a good guy to have on your team. Yeah. Well, that, like that helps you maybe get out of the country, especially before uh, before they notice, yeah. or maybe they never notice. Yeah, maybe they never notice. I'm just thinking if it's like if it's like, it's like a Kent Smith art show. Uh-huh. Since it's local, it'd be an uh-huh. advantage because then you could just get Kent to draw duplicates of everything uh-huh. that he 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 has. In yeah, there. and then but you don't tell him that you're gonna steal them. Okay, but just, but how do you get him? He he just agrees. You don't need to you don't need to blackmail him or anything or like honeypot him oh, or something. Oh, we might need to honeypot him. Yeah, we might need to honeypot him. If we're gonna honeypot someone, we need Andy Morton on our art. To our, our art theft team. I feel like he is the ultimate honeypot. He is. Lawrence's honey... Hashtag Lawrence's honeypot. <laughs> oh, and on that happy note, we leave you with <laughs> a show that was somewhere between centaurs and high art theft. I think we did good work there. I think so. I think we covered some good things. Um, but anyway, if you're interested in getting involved in Art Heist with us... Yeah, uh, you we're, can, we're, we're, we're auditioning our team. Yeah, uh, you can find us on Facebook, Double Deuce Podcast, mm-hmm. uh, iTunes, uh, leave a review. Especially if you're a Frenchman, we need a Frenchman. Uh, no, we don't. We don't need a Frenchman. He's lying. Need, by the time you get to High Society Art Theft, I mean, you're going to have to go through Paris. You're going to have to go to Paris oh, if you want to do High Society Art Five. Theft. I'm beginning to question all my choices I've made in the last 20 minutes. I mean, you, you don't have to go there a lot. You, no. could, you know, you could work Italy a lot harder, but you, you got you to gotta move around. You got to move around a lot. That's how you don't get caught. No. Interpol, man. Interpol is on your fucking, it's on your heels. And if you don't keep moving... It's like high society art theft is like being a shark. They can't find. If you stop moving, you die. You die in prison. Can't find Carmen San Diego. I got I got Interpol licked. Yeah, I tell you, got them licked, licking them, all licky licky, licky Interpol, Interpol licky. That's gross. Licking the old Interpol over and over. Got them licked, licking. Double deuce. Contact us at. 
doubledeucepod at gmail.com is our email. Twitter at doubledeucepod. We are also on Facebook as Double Deuce Podcast. We're also on iTunes, so please uh, subscribe to us and also leave a review with some stars if you liked it. If not, uh, we've been uh, some other podcast.